Well, it has been a stormy night with violent swings in bond yields and equities. Why? Well, US inflation was stronger than expected. The, the core rate is 6.6% is the highest since 1982. So the assumption is the Fed will have to go harder to get it back under control. Add to that, the UK. Is the trust government ready for a U-turn? Will they ditch the tax cuts? We make sense of the crazy today because it certainly was that last night. It's Friday, the 14th of October, 2022. It's the morning call from NAB. Good morning. So the US dollar this morning falling for once. It's lost three quarters of 1% on the DXY. That's helped the Aussie dollar a little bit. It's up 0.3%, just below 63 US cents now. But the big move in currencies, the pound up 2%, actually higher than that earlier. Uh, the euro is up 0.8%, but bonds and stocks are really the big story because 10-year UK gilt yields down 24 basis points and uh, 26 basis points falling those 30-year gilts that the Bank of England has been bailing out. Compare that to just a six basis basis point rise in 10-year treasuries, but that doesn't give the full picture of what happened. They rose 17 basis points higher earlier than they fell back down again, and two years back up to 4.4%, but they reached a new high of 4.53% earlier. And Aussie 10-year yields were up five basis points yesterday at 4%. Uh, they've not moved much since on futures. And oil is on the up, a 2% lift in WTI, a 2.3% brew rise in Brent, almost $295 a barrel. Both have come back a little off their session highs. They were at more than that. And a big rise in stocks. Here's the curious thing. At close, a 2.3% rise in the NASDAQ. The S&P up 2.7% and a 2.9% lift in the Dow. Wow. In Europe, the DAX also doing well. It's at 1.5%. The Eurostoxx 50 closed up 0.9% and a third of a, a, a percent rise in the FTSE 100. So why is that curious? Well, let's talk about it with NAB Sky Masters in Sydney because we've had two bits of news, Sky. I mean, first of all, the UK budget, maybe a U-turn is due, uh, but also US inflation. Uh, it's not giving up, which, I mean, you would have thought would mean more hikes from the Fed. But the equity markets don't seem too worried about it. I mean, the, the S&P 500, it was down 2% after those inflation numbers. It hit a, in fact, hit a two-year low. But it's regained all of that and then a heap on top of it as well. What's going on? Morning, Phil. Yeah, it, it, it's another it's another very volatile session, as you've described, in in markets. And, and probably the most bizarre move for me when I look at it is that recovery in equities um, that you saw post the, the the sell-off on the US CPI number, because the market, the bond market, has raised its expectations for Fed tightening going forward. So it's now pricing a peak in the Fed funds rate early next year of around close to four ninety. It was it was previously down at four sixty six. Um, you know the the number. The, the inflation number cemented um, the Fed doing a 75 hike in November. And what you're now also seeing is, is economists um, switching or revising their forecasts for um, the December Fed meeting. And, and those who are looking for a 50 move are now sort of thinking maybe they'll go 75. Um, so, so, one, you know, so basically 150 before Christmas we're looking at now. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so I, 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 under that backdrop, it, it, it's quite um weird bizarre that hmm. equities have have rallied um sort of after after their initial sell off and and you know there's no real catalyst outside of you know reading some overnight reports you know maybe the market is just just looking through the this CPI print you know some people are now saying that it's 
it, it's it's lagging and um you know what what drove the core cpi print higher was um shelter costs so rents um but also healthcare was up quite a bit and the expectation is that going forward those things are going to un, unwind um particularly on the healthcare costs but also um you know there's evidence that rental demand is easing um so that that turn in equities could be on the expectation that well yes inflation surprised today but we expect it to head lower but i would caution that um sentiment given we've been looking for inflation to be heading lower for a while now in the us and it keeps surprising mm. to the upside um so is it just sort of that's a bewitch grace is the question doesn't it is it working is it just a very slow lag i mean we're still seeing so much resilience and of course we'll find out with the retail numbers later on today but we're seeing resilience in the job markets as well and and we can't now say because of this this inflation in in services we can't just say oh it's all supply chain because obviously it is now much broader than that i mean service inflation up 0.7 percent month on month as you say rent is a chunk of that up 0.9 percent but it just doesn't seem to be working, does it? I mean, how, how high do the rates have to go before we actually start to see inflation come down? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the, the big question that everyone's everyone's grappling with. And, and I think the, the, the point with this number today out of the US is that, um, yeah, it is, it is the services side measures which are driving um, uh, in inflation. I know I think you've been talking about it. With my colleagues on on previous calls about that that shift from um, in the US from inflation coming from the goods side to now the services side, um, and that's you know a, a concern in terms of how do you how do you rein that rein that in. So um, you know for now I think for now if if you look at market pricing the the peak is in terms of the Fed tightening is still seen to be um, the start of next year. Um, you know, I would say that, you know, and we've talked about this before, you know, at, at some point the Fed has to pause. They 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 will pause mm. and at some point you do have to wait and see, you know, there is that lead lag relationship between tightening a policy and then it feeding through into the um into the broader economy. So they will have to wait. I guess it's just a point of um how restrictive does the Fed feel like they need to get to before they can pause mm, yeah so i mean the um, question is how much more and how quickly so J jamie diamond uh the ceo at uh, jp morgan has been saying in the last hour or so that uh, he thinks yes it's going to go north of a four and a half percent as you say the market's expecting more so i mean you know quite a bit more to happen isn't there yeah so i mean as i said before the market's now pricing a peak of around 485 for 90 um so you know which is above what the fed dot plots are, are suggesting um you know these things can obviously change um as the data you know as as we see more data coming in um i think i think though for markets it's markets are looking at it and saying it's a peak of 485 let's say at start of next year but then they're cutting at the end of next year or you know the second half of 2023 that's not what the fed is thinking and i think this is where the market this is this is where the the repricing in the market will come from um and if the data holds up and let's see what retail sales does in the us tonight um and what consumer sentiment does but if the data if the activity data continues to hold up um then those rate cuts aren't coming at the second half of next year yeah absolutely yeah 
so we will see that later on today and uh, further signs obviously to, to, to watch beyond that so I mean it's everywhere inflation is everywhere so we had food inflation for New Zealand for example yesterday still stuck at 8.3% 8, year on year uh, so let's uh, locally so the Kiwi dollar now got down to uh, 55 US cents uh, after those US CPI numbers the Aussie fell to 61.70 uh, is there anything you know that could see on the horizon that could see us see the Aussie dollar getting back again it doesn't look like it I mean you know getting back to 65 seems like a stretch target at the moment doesn't it it is I mean it is it does look a stretch for now um, and you know our, our sort of FX strategists that they still have the Aussie dollar um, heading heading higher um, sort of next year I think it is but it, it, it is also based on a weaker US dollar story um, so so for yeah. now I think it's you know it is still that US that the, the US dollar strength. Um, and you know, while ever, while ever the data out of the U.S. continues to sp- surprise to the upside, um, you know, I think that 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 U.S. dollar um, strength that. story yeah. continues. Yeah, absolutely. Now, in the U.K., uh, the big question is: Will the government make a U-turn on their? Disastrous budget. Uh, so, uh, so a big move in guilt yields as word spread, presumably on this. I mean, because we have seen big moves in in guilts today. Uh, Liz Truss apparently, after she uh, d- did Prime Minister's Question Time uh, on Wednesday, she apparently was given a hard time by all the backbench MPs. Uh, and so, there is a question mark about whether they will actually do a, a big turnaround. Although the Treasurer, who's uh, uh, in the states at the moment with uh, the IMF, has said no, they are going to keep on keep on pushing for growth while the Bank of England is at odds trying to stop that growth which is a curious thing so uh, still uncertainty but you'd have to say some optimism looking at what's happened with with uh, with guilt yield and also what's happened with the pound today shot up yeah definitely um, you know massive massive moves in the UK financial markets overnight and you know if you, if you look at the if you look at just the closing levels that doesn't really tell you what's happened through the session so um, yeah, I know you said UK mm. gilts closed down 27 basis points at the 10 years, sorry. But from their open to their interest session low, they rallied 40 basis points. 30-year gilts rallied no. 50 basis points. Um, and then they ret- <laughs> retraced part of that following the upside surprise to the US CPI print. So, you know, massive, massive moves again in um, in that market. You had... The BOE again conducting their their bond um, purchases, so that, you know they did another large um, purchases today. So that that did support the the gilt market, but also as you say, the speculation that we're going to see U turn from um, from the UK government. Mm. Um, and I, I think for you know for the gilt market, it, it's it's obviously around you know how they're going to fund these tax cuts and um, if if the funding is coming to the private sector, borrowing from the private sector, you know, issuing more bonds, then that's the challenging thing for for the gilt market. Um, in an environment where you might well also have the BOE um, conducting QT. Yeah, yeah, by the end of the month, supposedly. I mean, supposedly they're, they're finishing with their bond buying today and then uh, start of the next month, they kick off with uh, with QT again. Uh, but uh, we'll see, won't we, whether, I mean, later on today, whether uh, the, the Bank of England governor, whether Andrew Bailey actually does stop. I mean, they've been sending this very strong signal that they're not going to be buying any more. Uh, but we'll see whether they uh, whether whether that lasts. Uh, so the uh, Christina uh, Georgieva from the, the managing director of the IMF has been saying, don't prolong the pain. 
Uh, she says, you know, actions need to be coherent and consistent. Otherwise, I mean, there's just this uncertainty. It's going to continue. So I think the peak rate now for the Bank of England is priced at five and a half percent, isn't it? Which, you know, going into uh, a very cold winter, the Brits are going to very, find very hard to, to cope with their any increase in their mortgages, but getting up next year up to five and a half percent is unthinkable, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that that peak now is lower than where we were. Mark was pricing a couple of weeks ago. I think they're pricing a peak above six, but yes. it's still it's still um, very high and a long way away from where, where they currently are at. Um, so, mm. yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it's if, if it does get delivered, it, it, it's a significant um, hit to um to the uk consumers so um you know it, it's going to be a very interesting um developments to watch in in um in the uk over the coming over the coming months i would say yeah well look, the, the um and i so i don't think we've you know i don't think the volatility has no. has ended no, no. absolutely not no uh who knows what it's going to be like next week now uh, look if you want to keep inflation down just tell people they can't go out that seems to be the china way uh, so we get uh, cpi and ppi uh, out today uh, so the inflation rate actually fell last time didn't it in china uh, month on month uh, whilst the ppi year on year was 2.3 percent we also get their trade data as well so uh, there's an expectation that exports are going to fall again because of presumably because of because of covid lockdowns uh whichever way i mean weak numbers we're expecting aren't we certainly certainly not not these uh, magnificent five and a half or six percent uh, figures that we're seeing elsewhere or eight percent figures that we're seeing elsewhere yeah if i look at what the market's forecasting um yeah a, a weaker ppi number but the cpi number on it on an annual basis is, is forecast to increase from 2.5 to 2.9 i think is what they're forecasting um mm. but you know definitely not the you know not the inflation pressures that you're seeing um around around the globe um in, so you're not seeing that in in china in china yet anyway um, but no. I think what also will be interesting tonight is, um, you know, we said, you know, the U.S. has got their retail sales print, but they've got their um, preliminary reading for um, University of Michi um, Michigan Consumer Sentiment Michigan. Report. Yep. So you're going to get your an update yep. on inflation expectations there. So for me, what's interesting. Yep. Which is 4.7% last time. So is that going to go up or down? Yeah. So it, what's interesting for me is, is that, you know, inflation expectations have been coming off. Um, mm. uh, more so in the sort of five to 10 year, um, expectations rather than the shorter term one year, but they have been easing. So at a time where actual inflation data is surprising to the upside, um, we've been seeing expectations coming down. So that'll be an interesting, um, interesting to see what, that what just that because they've been paying is. less for petrol though. That's the, I mean, that's the well, yes. people going, oh, well, it's not not as bad. We're not bad. It doesn't cost as much to fill up the car. That's the problem if you ask consumers, isn't it? So and and then the so the retail sales, just very quickly, we have we have mentioned it. So, uh, I mean, if they show that they're strong, uh, that shows more resilience. That's going to add more pressure on the Fed. I mean, we could see quite a reaction to that, couldn't we? Yeah, I mean, I think um, the, the the key the key numbers to watch in the US are obviously the um, payrolls numbers and the inflation, be them CPI or the PCE data. But I think everything else is still, you know, is still very important in in terms of markets um, gauging what's going to happen going forward, and and the consumer is key to to all of this. Yeah. And so, yes, if retail sales does hold up. Then, you know, we're, you know, this is, this is a reading for September. Um, you know, we're still not seeing 
we, you know, we still won't be really seeing the impact of, or, or say it a different way, the the tightening of policy, you know, isn't sh- isn't showing up in in spending. So, um, yeah, I mean, I mm. think it, there there will be a lot of people watching. Um, watching that number tonight. The question is why, isn't it? Why is it not showing up? Which I ask you that question when we have absolutely no time for you to answer it. You'll be pleased to hear. But, but I wish I think we Thank knew, heavens. If, no, if we knew the answer to that, then uh, <laughs> the, the, certainly the markets would be a lot more settled, wouldn't they? Uh, good to, I wouldn't be talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> good to talk to Sky anyway. We'll catch you again very soon. Thanks. Thanks, Phil. She would be very wealthy indeed if you could make money out of what's going on right now, wouldn't you? Uh, If you knew for sure what happens next, but it's so uncertain. That's it for today. That's the morning call for this week. I'm Phil Dobby for now. Back again on Monday morning. I'll see you then. Have a great weekend.